Hey everybody, welcome to our Survivor pod. We talk about Survivor, we love it. We're so glad that you have found us. We're the morning crew from KOTV News on 6 in Tulsa, 6 in the morning. My name is Alan Crone. My name is Leanne Taylor. I'm Dave Davis. We're starting off now talking about the two-hour penultimate episode, the second to the last episode before the May 13th three-hour season finale. Last night was two hours. And guys, I just it felt like a setup to something. Not a lot um, of major, major highlights for me, surprises. It felt like it was setting up the next episode. Pretty much the whole the whole time. Well, I'll just be honest because I'm all about being transparent. I felt like it was supposed to be an hour long show that because of everything in the programming department, they said, "Hey, let's just stretch it out." Impossible. I thought there were moments that didn't really have anything to do with anything. Yeah, could have been. Um, the thing that I took uh, the big takeaway was how in the world did Tony <laughs> not be targeted a couple of times at the end of that thing? I mean. When you take a look at the players that kind of have a resume, I mean, he's one of them, I think. I think Denise is another one. And there was like, oh, who's Tony? And it just went right under the radar, and they didn't even try to get anyone get in all that in a minute. Yeah, so it started off with the Koru tribe, where, of course, Michelle's mad because for about a, a just rough estimate for the third or fourth vote in a row, she's just kind of left on the sidelines, and she's fed up. I mean, she's very upset, uh, drops a couple of uh, flavorful language. Talking about Jeremy, Jeremy gives her back the 50-50 coin on his own. Yeah, didn't I have to I thought she asked. should demand it back if he didn't, and he's like, look, I don't want my game to come down to a coin flip, so here, take it back. You see a lot of frustration with folks being totally left out of the previous vote so did maybe did i miss something how did everybody know it was michelle that gave it to it, her i to thought him? she still had it in the bag right i, I didn't thought know it was all secretive that. and it was as if there was some kind of reveal at some point i i just i thought the whole thing was all on the sly but then apparently everybody at tribal knew yeah and i can't remember you know i've slept several times before <laughs> that but yeah i'm pretty sure that there was some knowledge of that that it that it was known that Michelle had this 50-50 advantage, and then she gave it to Jeremy. So Jeremy had a big reaction, remember, right before he almost used it. He went, ah, and he kind of did this outburst. I, he never showed people what he had. He just kind of had this odd outburst. So, yeah, that, that's interesting that he went ahead and just said, here, take it. Well, then we had Denise, and she has this whole kind of epiphany about, you know— Endure, let go. Endure, let go. This was a very strange little conversation that she had with herself and with other people as well. In fact, there were several times that I kind of thought that we were in a therapy session at, at Survivor. And some of that was pretty good, actually, and emotional when Jeff does it in, in Tribal. And then, of course, when you see what happened on the island last night, or when the episode took place last night for us, you know, I think that's that's always kind of therapeutic and emotional. But, yeah, um, I, I'm really confused on why a player that has such a resume, she voted out the queen, one of the really only players that, that you can hang something on the wall and, and say, this is really what I did. I did this by myself. Nobody knew about it. And she's now saying, hey, if you'll just give me some rice, I'm ready to go to the island. Yeah, and I wasn't sure. I mean, obviously there was a bit of strategy in that. But I think unless she reveals to the jury, should she get that far, she needs to make it abundantly clear that she was still playing the game and that was all a setup of some sort, some kind of fabricated comment. Because if I'm on the jury and I hear somebody says you know i'm going to tag out i'm going to be like well then you should tag out all the way home without a penny in your pocket right i kind of got that impression now i know there were some comments in the jury when she 
those comments started to come back up because she made those comments again at Tribal. Right. And this is where it started. Yeah. Right here. So, yeah, I think it's a major mistake, especially for a player who, who, again, in her caliber – She's she's got a little bit of resume working for her. I you know I really don't think anybody at this point has a big resume <laughs> except for Tony and maybe I'm misreading all of that. Everybody's wanting to keep Tony for some reason. Yeah, doesn't yeah. make doesn't make a lot of sense. But you know you have you know Jeremy and Tony have a conversation. Uh, you have Tony having a conversation with Sarah. Cops are us. Six years. We're in this to the end. You and know. then she says we're trying. She says hey cops are us. He says cops are us to the end. He says she says. We're trying. Okay, oh, so, I didn't like that. I'm not okay. liking the body language from Sarah. Well, I'm not liking what she's again, saying. Again, this entire season, we have seen Sarah telling the camera, telling us one-on-one how she really is tired of Tony. And she doesn't really want to play. Uh, and she's mad at him. Remember last episode, she said, if you vote for me, don't ever talk to me again. And that was just not for camera work. That was for real. <laughs> personal life. That was personal stuff going on there. And then all of a sudden, you see this little interaction that they had with this episode makes me believe that maybe was I misreading this uh, this relationship all along? Thought that Sarah was eventually going to dump on Tony earlier than the possibility now, which is, of course, getting down to the wire. Sure looks like that Sarah and Tony are like, hey, it's going to be me and you, babe, and somebody else. Yeah, and Ben thinks it's him. So you think it's going to be that rock-solid three. They mentioned rock-solid, that Ben, Sarah, Nick, or Ben, Sarah, Tony. We go on to the immunity challenge. It's 12 minutes into the episode, guys. Don't you think that this was really barreling toward a major finish? When you get to the first immunity challenge, 12 minutes into the episode, I just kept thinking something big was coming. Something big was coming. And this is the immunity challenge where you toss a ball into a track, which, as Michelle showed, this is not easy. To mm-hmm. do this, you have to watch it go down the track, go through an obstacle course, catch it on the other side, get yourself uh, kick sand out from under a pole so you can crawl under the pole and then solve a slide puzzle much more complicated than it looked when they did the demo. Well, and it's a physical challenge at the at the at the offset. You know, you've got this kind of agility kind of going on and then endurance digging that sand. By the time you get to that puzzle, you are you you're spent. So it was interesting to watch, and of course, as it comes out, I, I I will tell you, I was shocked at the winner. I was stunned that somehow Nick was able to slide those pieces around and win because it looked like who had the advantage? Jeremy, yeah, Jeremy. He was really came out dominating, and then Jeff started taunting Tony. <laughs> there was a little taunting moment right, with him yeah, and Tony because he had a problem with this. In uh, his earlier. season, yeah. right? Jeff was was needling him pretty good, and then I yeah I, I'm with you, Lee, and I think Nick came out of nowhere. Uh, really, I don't know about shocked, but I was pretty surprised that he went on to win this yeah. one. So the question is, at this point, you have Nick, who kind of there had been so much discussion that he was going to be the pick this time. Now he's wearing the immunity necklace, so you got to go to that Plan B, as Denise kept referring to. Right, and I'm thinking to myself, Plan B. This Tony. is when it's going to happen. Tony is finally going to get a couple of votes headed his way. There's got to be some strategy involved to try to, you know, make Tony not play his idol and to think that he's totally safe. And you know what? He was totally safe because nobody came after him. Not at all. And didn't even didn't flush the idol out either. No, so now you've got no. that to go, to contend with. But- ben, Ben's focus on breaking up Michelle and Jeremy. Why? I, Why? I don't know. Here's Tony right here at the height of his game, at the height of his 
Look at how good I am. I'm master puppeteer. I'm working everything. He is so he is so confident. I just I don't get why Ben continually is obsessed with Jeremy. I I don't know. I, I think it comes it's gonna come back to bite him. I don't know. He tried to to make that separation again between Jeremy and Michelle. Say, hey Jeremy, go get the 50-50 coin. Uh, uh, idol coin back mm-hmm. can you do it and it's like well i probably can but then he's not going to do that you know right so we end up going you know go to tribal and we're you know it's getting ready to vote does anybody have and michelle's like this is the last night i can play it and i thought that was interesting the way she said it will be played tonight but at that one point she, but it, it was like are you playing it for yourself? And she hemmed and hawed. Oh, and I'm, I'm like, going, is this just, yeah, is this just producer driven drama? But anyway, she flips the coin, which I must say was not much of a flip. Well, it I was, was kind fun. of concerned. I thought, <laughs> surely Jeff is going to flip the coin. Yes, yes. Right? I would think that I'm... somebody other than the person would just drop it from above. You know, I was watching Jeff, and, and I, not to get into inside baseball, but I watched a little bit of that early, early this morning. So I had the capability, you know, I'm packing it back and forth. And I watched Jeff's reaction to that. He wasn't too smiley at this particular, he was almost a smirk on his face. Like, did he really think maybe he should have, but he didn't do it and just let her do it? Yeah. It was really inter- really odd. So then we start to count the votes. And of course, a few of him, a couple of voted toward Michelle. Yeah. And those did not count. But ultimately, it was Jeremy. That got the votes, and he, you know, I wasn't sure his departing words, you know, he's kind of like. Who did it? Who did it? Right, yeah. And then Tony kind of acknowledges, and he says, bad move. Bad move. Well, you're on the outs, Jeremy, and you've got 12 12 other people to compete with on edge. (laughs) And another thing I thought was really interesting is that that coin flip, what was so was why we're talking about it it meant everything because if michelle says not safe she is then tied with ben at two votes each because essentially or i'm sorry if she gives it to jeremy let me back up if she does give it to jeremy jeremy's three votes against him don't count so then it's michelle and ben coming down to a what a rock toss because they would have been tied so her playing for itself meant everything it meant everything because if ben would have lost that rock toss then and the two to two tie then the whole game's changed. Yeah, yeah. And, and and before we go on, also when she flipped the uh, the coin, did you see the reaction? You didn't. You didn't see a big reaction from Jeff. Who did you see a reaction from? Parvati. You, Parvati on the on the on the jury on the jury uh, loved it. And if you'll notice, if you go back and rack it up, almost everybody in her tribe is smiling right now. I think people like Michelle. I do. I think there's a little bit of maybe. Um, some votes on the jury that she could have if she somehow gets into this in part, which she should because she really doesn't have a big resume. The old school player in me says you want to take those players you know that you can beat. Sure. The new school player is like, I want to take the absolute best best to Mm -hmm. try to compete. And that's what Tony said when he was talking to the camera. He doesn't want to take Michelle. He doesn't think Michelle is even worth, you know, taking to the end at this point. Which, to me, I would take Michelle. I would have taken Nick as well. I wouldn't have voted out Nick. I would have tried to get Tony out, for crying out Absolutely. loud. Absolutely. Well, then we, we finish up the vote. Uh, Jeremy gives a couple of tokens. Both of the tokens, actually, to Michelle. So she's now got a little bit more back in the bank. But Nick and Michelle have that conversation after the vote. And, of course, Nick's pretty perturbed because he's like, there's no path. Or Michelle's pretty perturbed. There's no path to the end now, Nick. Right. You have now, you know, it, we are on the bottom. Is Nick voted for Jeremy, which that was, he was the only swing 
vote. He was the swing vote. Would I, Nick vote for Jeremy? I had Jeremy? that quick thought that maybe he might switch. I just thought, you know, because he and Michelle seem to have this good conversation going. Right, but nope, it didn't there. happen. No. And then once again, Nick has no answers. Just kind of fumbles around. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so that's an interesting reaction after a calculated vote. And then he has no answer to give her afterwards mixed signals but then michelle i think brings up the point of the night to sarah so michelle's mad she says now in michelle's words that jersey michelle is coming out and right. i'm gonna get real sassy and i'm just gonna say anything so she comes up to sarah she's gonna as throw a murray as uh, the, as the uh, <laughs> they're painting crafts and she says hey sarah you really think you're gonna win against tony you want to go final two you want to go final two against michael jordan right now and that's what you want to do i loved that I loved it. I loved it because she has a point, and Sarah knows that Michelle has a point. She goes back, you know, how you kind of bargain with yourself. She goes back, hey, guys, guess what Michelle told me? I don't have a chance against Tony. Ha ha. No, she knows that Michelle's absolutely right. So what does Sarah do? She goes and tells Tony. She goes and blabs to Tony. Instead of, of having this, maybe this little thought in the back of her head, is it time for me to separate and, and build my resume? Right, that because would totally I've got to do it. Absolutely, Michelle had a great point. That's yeah. all I'm saying. She's I'm the only she, one who brought up Tony. I think she's smart, but anyway. Well, let's head to the edge of extinction now because we haven't spent a lot of time there, and that was a really fun time where they now have a clue. They have to go and find this advantage, and I'm telling you, watching Wendell, you know, scoot up that mountain, and watching Natalie, like. That's not right. She knew exactly where to go. Gotcha. They had to find the clue. It was going to be the clue indicated it was near on the top of a stone throne. throne. And, of course, Natalie went right to it, grabbed that box. And you do get a vibe. We were talking about this earlier. You do get a vibe that the Edge of Extinction players, they're willing to share. They're willing to talk. It's not near like the cutthroat you would expect. No. Hiding things, you know, keeping things to yourself. No, and... and- when she was trying to read to see exactly what this was, and then she's telling the camera, you know what, I'm going to share this with everybody. We've all been here. We've all been through this. Yeah. And there's that bond. There's that commonality, that thread that they've all had to go through, which is a little different, you know, than the last couple of times when people would go to the island. So uh, that might come into play uh, at the very end of this before they get back in. We'll talk about that in a minute. So the advantage, let's be really clear. Natalie finds the advantage, and it is to sell a player on the regular island, on Koro. You can sell a Koro player a disadvantage that they play on someone in the very next immunity challenge. Name your price. Natalie goes eight tokens. Right. Nick only has six. But she's just going to go for the highest price because, as she said repeatedly throughout the show... I want as many tokens as I can. She said that tonight or in last night's episode. I want as many tokens as I can. Don't know what they're for. I'm collecting them. How about eight? Give me eight to play a disadvantage. So on somebody. why do you give the disadvantage to Nick? That that uh, really. Ben. Or, or I'm sorry. No, she to gives. Sell it to, to she Nick. sells oh, it to Nick. Why does she sell it to Nick? Right. right. Why would you sell that to Nick? Because she's old school a little bit, and she wants to keep him in the game so she can beat him. I I, I don't know. I've tried to thought it, the thing of that as well. Why would you sell it to Nick? And then why would Nick? Yeah. Why would he put that on Ben and not on Tony? Yeah. Because I think as the one thing you don't want to do, in Natalie, I think in my case here, you don't want to sell it to Tony, right? You, no. You've sat through every single tribal council. You know Tony's stock is at an all-time high, and it's rising. He has all the momentum. He looks unstoppable. You're thinking, if you're Natalie, oh, well, somebody will give the disadvantage to Tony, right? I mean, if you're Natalie, 
you're expecting the like okay let's let's give it to the to the best player right now and get put him at a disadvantage yes why that doesn't happen again with a lot of tony things this episode is just kind of inexplicable but again the point that i brought up earlier have we been misreading how everybody else on the tribe actually feels about Tony's game, and and and, and rightly so. I mean, it could very well be that 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 is what we're what is we're experiencing yes, because now. Why in the world would you still keep him around like that? Right. I mean, I don't understand. Well, Natalie gives you know she sells it to Nick. Nick is able to find the extra tokens from Michelle. He's able to buy it. Then he puts it on Ben. But I love the fact that nobody knows who put it on you i love that fact that they kept that secret because that way there's always that question who on the tribe or 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 did it even come from the tribe i love that twist they didn't even know if it came from the edge of extinction or not yeah yeah i like that too i really did but i I was also thinking you know what would be cool the next time is that you have to pay one extra token to keep it to to keep it a secret Uh or you have to pay a token to find out so if ben has had a token jeff could say well I'll take a token and I'll tell you. Is it mm. worth a token? Ooh, that would have been good. That would have been really good for sure. All right. We're so just- so we go to that challenge and, you know, uh, Michelle ends up winning. It's <laughs> it's mind-boggling, but, yep, there she is. I was so she hoping it. that she would win the challenge. Yeah. I really was. I was hoping she would win the challenge because all the time there, it, it seems like, you know, just like we started, they wanted – the plan was Nick, and then Nick won the immunity challenge. The plan, Michelle. Now Michelle wins. So it just pushes everything to a different level. They have to change everything, and I kind of like that. I love this challenge, too. I always like those domino blocks. You know, I just think the bricks that fall are so cool. And, you know, I'm watching, and I'm like, well, you didn't put that in the near the right spot, Tony, or you didn't put that. You know. And then, of course, Ben has the disadvantage. He has extra bricks that have to be placed up there but as you know when she says i'm going i'm going you're just kind of holding your breath and she taps it and one by one by one they drop but you know when i was watching her do that because she did drop one and had to go back and put it back i I thought uh uh-oh her spacing is now not correct just a little bit off even on my little note said i think her space is incorrect and Ben has to go fast because that's his only option. Yeah, he's, he's 30%, at 30% more. disadvantage. Yeah. So you've got Ben, Tony, Michelle at the end. Tony, by the way, he does go ahead and try to knock his dominoes. Wouldn't have worked anyway. They were too far apart. So Tony messed up on like brick four. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you noticed that, but he did a test run. Yeah. It wouldn't it wouldn't have worked. So really strong showing for Michelle. And also Jeff drops the knowledge that this is the last day, by the way, that you can use tokens. That was kind of a floor to me. Oh. Because okay. I thought oh, yeah, I was thinking, well, how, how does that play into everybody else on the other side coming in with their tokens? I, I'm just really surprised that they shut down the tokens before the final five were chosen. There were six people left in this game when he said no more tokens for Koru Tribe. This is it. you got to use them now. Wow. I didn't, I didn't see that coming. So we go on to the back to the Koru Tribe, and this is what we were talking about at the top of the podcast. So Denise has already tattooed herself with Endure Let Go, and now she takes it to the next step and says, I'm going to buy rice for everyone because, guys, I have a feeling this is going to go against me, and I want us all 
to have a full belly of rice. I want to have a full belly of rice as well, going back to edge of extinction. So I'm going to do this as a goodwill gesture. And it, it's kind of the thing where somebody does something nice and they let you know. Yeah. You know, they really want you to know, like, hey, yeah. I, I, I want to give I want this to give you this, to, but, God, uh, to yeah. you guys. <laughs> it's the strangest so thing. So when people do that, you think they have ulterior motives, sure. right? And you think Denise yes. kind of has an ulterior motive. I, I did. At yeah, least here. I did too. I agree. And of course, I had to throw in the spy nest because Tony's climbing up in the tree and he's listening to the water well and he overhears Denise talking and you know kind of has a little bit more intel going on there but heading to tribal then you know the question is is who are they going to vote in I mean if if Sarah and Tony and Ben continue on their path then there's a really good shot that that Nick was going to go home and and that's exactly what happened when we got to tribal again uh this was the this was the second chance for Ben because I think if you're Ben what you do here is you don't trust Tony that's already been established two episodes ago he said hey I don't trust Tony why not go to Denise, Michelle, Nick, and do a coup of Tony when you have the chance to get him out with an idol in his pocket? Because I really think oh, Denise might have told Tony about it, and there's that risk. But I think if you're Ben, you've got to swing for the fences because the problem now, if you don't blindside Tony now, you've got Edge of Extinction coming back. That's going to throw the whole camp into chaos. I feel like this was the last best chance for Ben to say, Tony, I don't want to go to tribal with you because I can't beat you in the jury vote. I cannot beat you in the jury vote. Why Ben is not realizing that and thinking that all of his votes, it's all about the end game now. It's not about now. It's about who can you beat in the jury vote. This was his last best chance to blindside Tony. It just felt like that to me. My big takeaway from the entire night out of all of this is just that. How did Tony not get targeted and not at least somebody to take a serious opportunity to try to vote him out and to make something happen. And it was just like they didn't even try. They just didn't have any kind of concept at all, uh, at least that we were shown, that they're going to try try to get Tony out. So I was just perplexed by that. Well, we saw the edge of extinction now. They have their tokens have to be used. What are you going to do? And I thought it was great. Natalie you know, she is she is the queen. She is the rich. She's been there 32 days mm-hmm. on from the very get-go. First one voted out. Yeah, and Amber right behind yes. her. Yes. You know, there's the, there was the little emotion again that came back from the island last night. You know, that's always been the case with this entire season. That's where all of the emotion comes from is the island. And, of course, Natalie goes ahead and buys peanut butter. Smart move, getting, you know, building up her energy for this big challenge. Yeah. Buys three advantages on the challenge. So, you know, where will that be? You know, does she get to start at a different spot? Will there be less, you know, elements that she'll have to, 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 to do? And then not only does she have her idol, but she can't buy any more of those. She buys one for Tyson. Yeah. How about that? And we were talking before the podcast earlier this morning what's the relationship there how did this take place so when i'm watching survivor the last couple of episodes tyson uh when they do go to the island and there's some sort of challenge or whatever tyson's always making a statement about how really great the ladies are at doing these things and especially natalie always makes a comment about natalie uh, and, and so there might be this relationship that they have formed, and not only Tyson and Natalie, but one of the things that I was thinking about even before this episode was, how do we not know that there's been some alliances developed on the island with the players old school, and they're going, you know what, we've been here forever, we're old school, 
we're a little more elevated than the younger players, you know, we're kind of better. If one of us gets back, let's all vote for that person, whoever it is. Yeah. Could that have been something that's been talked about? I don't know. We'll, we'll find out. But wouldn't that be pretty interesting? Because the players that have the potential to come back, obviously all of them right now, but the ones that have the idol, who would that be? Tyson. Tyson. Natalie. Natalie Rob. Rob. Mm-hmm. Wow. You talk about having those three come back and make it one of those, make make it into the final category, the final tribal. And think about who's on the jury. Think about and who's who they're on gonna, the jury. Who would be doing the who voting. Who would be left. Mm-hmm. So who do we yes. have left right now in Koru? Denise. Michelle. Michelle. Tony. Tony. Sarah. Sarah. And Ben. And Ben. Out of all of those, who has the best resume at this point? From the jury standpoint, I would say it would either be, I would say it would be Denise. Right. Because she has slayed the queen. She slayed the queen. And everybody that's on the jury had that respect for for Sandra. They've always kind of had that understanding that that Sandra has been the queen. She's won twice on Survivor. Yeah, nobody's before. won twice, I but think, Sandra has. Well, exactly. And, and somebody is going to win twice, right? It's true, and so right? we yeah. got Tony now. I think he's the front runner because they made a point about three episodes ago when Tony flipped everybody and did Sophie did Sophie in Rob said wow I mean Rob was blown away he's a boss Rob looked at Tony during that Sophie vote and said something to the effect of he's a boss right I I think Rob is Mm -hmm. gonna be kind of the leader of the votes if he doesn't get out of edge I think he's gonna lead the edge jury and he's gonna be very persuasive in that edge of extinction jury and I think he's gonna get Amber Parvati, if she doesn't come back, Ethan, Yule, and Danny, all on board. Right. I think they're going to be the voting block. And I think I think Tony really blew Rob out of the tub. I mean, I, I think Tony is looking, has the edge to me in the end game, which again, under no circumstance do I want Tony on the jury vote if I'm the final three. I'm, I'm hoping now that, that my players are still in, except for Wendell, basically. But Sarah is still in, one of my picks early, and Michelle. I think those two have a chance to get into the final. But coming back from the island, I, I don't, I'm just shocked that Tony is still in. I don't think he's going to make it for whatever reason. I just don't think he's going to make it. And I, I've got a feeling, even though I think the favorite, if we were handicapping, I think the favorite would be Natalie. But I'm telling you, wouldn't it be awesome if Boston Rob <laughs> all of a sudden is back in, and it's between Boston Rob, Sarah, Michelle, and maybe one more. Maybe they're going to put four. I mean, you never can tell. This is going to be a different deal. And I think that when we, when all is said and done, these are players that have won before. These are winners at war. They are going to choose the winner to reflect the season. Right. They're not going to walk away and say, oh, yeah, that's fine. They're going to fight tooth and nail to the end to make sure whoever wins represents this season. Represents Survivor. The the entire game. The entire game. The entire franchise of Survivor. So would you pick Adam to to be that representation? No. No. Mm -hmm. Would would you pick... Good point. um, would you pick Kim to be that representation? No, no. Sophie. Would you pick Sophie? No, and 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 they some of those were even but, questionable when they won the first time. Right. So it's going well, to have to come down. In all honesty, would you pick Michelle? Even though I, I probably wouldn't. I think she's not to represent what they've done this season. Correct. And that's why that's why somebody like Denise or Tony. 
Um, or, you know, obviously one of the, the old schoolers that come back. I think you've got a point. I think that the, the, there may be things that we haven't seen, this underlying uh, belief that the jury will vote for that old schooler. It's like, it's like you guys voted us all out at the beginning, well, but what? we get the last look. We're here. I've been thinking about this going back and forth. Of course, I was thinking about the Tony thing right after I, you know, finished the show, just thinking about it, thinking about it. Why didn't they vote him out? What I And I think what I've landed on is this. What I think is going to happen, I do actually think an Edge of Extinction person is going to make it to the final three. I do too. I don't think the last of who's left, and again, just name and names, right? We've got Michelle, Denise, Tony, Sarah, Ben. I don't know if they can come together and figure it out to get the edge of extinction person out of there, which no. is priority one next week. It should absolutely be priority one. In no circumstance should Edge make it to final three. I think Edge will make it to the final three, and whoever that is, I think it could be Parvati. Odds are on Natalie will win Survivor. It'll be an Edge winner. I do too. I think that's the case. Okay, we got to wrap up, but we got to say something. This time next week, there's a good chance we'll have a baby Davis too. I'm oh, going to be a dad about uh, that? for the second time, my wife and I. So our son is due the day after the Survivor finale. With that said, he's not due on the Survivor finale, so I'll be watching the finale the day before <laughs> we go to the hospital, and I'll maybe try to contribute something. We'll see if we can work something out technologically. Yeah, we'll make it work, yeah. So if, if Rob should win, great, will, you na- will you name your baby Rob? <laughs> None of those names are in the running. It'll be William. Okay, very good. <laughs> hey, we appreciate you tuning into our podcast. Of course, we'll all be back again next week as we watch the season finale. The season finale of Winners at War.